Haunted Nights, live with Tamara Thorne and Alistair Cross. Sometimes I get so tired of saying the same things over and over in the exact same order. I'm going to shake it up a little bit and start by saying W.J. Pierce is the man to whom we would like to give thanks for that wonderful piece of music you heard. <laughs> this is Thorny Cross. Oh, hey, W.J. I'm confused. <laughs> confused. What? I know, right? I'm, I'm, I'm veering off the beaten track, you guys. Hold on. Just trust me. Okay. <laughs> We're your hosts, Alistair Cross and Tamara Thorne. Thank you for joining us. Uh, First things first, with Halloween looming on the horizon, we thought we'd give, we'd tell you about the book sales that we have going on right now, from right this moment through October 14th. You can get two ghost-laden books (laughs) in ebook. (laughs) <laughs> one by me and one by Tamara. Uh, Tamara is, is haunted, and mine is Sleep Savannah Sleep, and they are both in ebook at Amazon for ninety nine cents through the fourteenth of October. Uh, and before we introduce tonight's very special, very wonderful guest, um, I'm going to turn it over we to love. Tamara, who's going to tell you a little about Haunted and Sleep Savannah Sleep. Okay, well. Haunted is my classic ghost story, because Alistair says it is, containing a bevy of spirits and horrors from good-hearted dead hookers to a headless sea captain, a voodoo priestess, evil dolls, cold spots, sex dungeons, lonely lighthouses, and more succubi than you can shake your stick at. Can horror writer David Masters and his intrepid daughter Amber survive the terrors of Bowdy House? Read Haunted to find out. And... In Alistair's paranormal murder mystery, Sleep Savannah Sleep, newcomer Jason Crandall moves his family into an old Victorian in Shadow Springs with high hopes for a new beginning. But after beautiful young socialite Savannah Sturgis goes missing, he's plagued by haunting visions and terrifying dreams. By day, strange things happen in the old house. Mysterious footsteps, chill phantom breezes, and the nights are even worse. Is Savannah herself trying to tell him that sometimes the dead don't always rest in peace? Get your copy now. All right. Uh, again, nice. this is Thorne Cross <laughs> Live. You can learn more about what mm-hmm. we do at our website, SalisterCross.com and Tamarthorn.com. You can visit our mutual blog at ThorneCross.wordpress.com, or if you tweet, our handles are at CrossAlister and at Tamarthorn. Also, you can visit our Haunted Nights Live page on Facebook. For more information on the show, you can visit Authors on the Air on Facebook, Twitter, and at AuthorsOnTheAir.com. This is a broadcast of the Authors on the Air, Global Radio Network, LLC. And tonight's guest does not need any introduction. Uh, he is an oh. author who's... But we're going to give him one anyway. ...weighted in 11 <laughs> different languages. <laughs> And he, he, you know, he's got filmmaker, public. There's all kinds of stuff, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And we adore this guy, and we are happy to have mm-hmm. him. Jay, Jay Bonansinga, welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, well, the, the 
feelings mutual. The feelings completely oh. mutual. I love you guys. I love your books. I I love you know the 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 area that you guys work in. I you know it's everybody tries to you know do a spin on horror nowadays. Horror is really sort of made a comeback and it's very in vogue now, you know, and, and I'm, right. I'm like old enough to remember when it, you know, when, when it went through these cycles, like it was, it was, you know, when I was coming up in the eighties, it was huge. It was, it was like, Oh yeah. You, know, you, you could, you could, there were horror sections, you know, specifically horror sections in the bookstore. You could go, you know, where's your horror section? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. Right. That. I and they knew. That, yeah. Did you say yeah. horror? Horror. There's no horrors in here. There's no horror. Horror. <laughs> Only dead. No, one. there's no horror. <laughs> I just want a horror. Why can't I find a horror at Barnes and Noble for God's sake? <laughs> 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 can't get one at Barnes and Noble. Yeah. Where the hell can you get one? All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've got so many of those eighties books. When did my first horror novel came out in ninety one? When did yours come out, Jay? Or, or in ninety in in ninety four. Ninety four. Oh wow. It was I'm ahead Black of you. Fire. I didn't know I thought you beat me to it. Well no, now, now I can you're, brag. You're, you're you're the el- elder was, stateswoman. Oh God. <laughs> I don't wanna be. I'm sorry. That's under another name. Right. You're yeah. the sexy badass. <laughs> the old bat. Yeah. But I was using a name that hid my gender and, and you know, for I, I way what, back what then I did you? not Oh, I was Chris Curry. Curry was my maiden oh. name. And uh, I used wow. Chris because my mom said I would have been a boy, you know, if that that would have been my boy's name. But I never could answer mm-hmm. to it. And the only good thing about it was when I did signings, people were shocked I was female. And back then, every female horror writer I had met was like a little sexy vampire groupie type, all into the right. pregnant women right. and all that. And I did not want right. to be associated. I write like a guy, damn it. You know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> so then all of a sudden, I, yeah, I, I got a yeah, uh, that's, that's contract with another. Compliment. You know what yeah, I mean? You were I given it. a great compliment. You know, when people yeah. thought you were a man, you know, and, and vice versa. I, I, I had the same experience. You and I have this weird yeah. doppelganger, like, because I, when, it, when I, before yeah. uh, I published my first book, I, I, I published my first short story in 91, and it was this uh, uh-huh. magazine called Gru, G-R-U-E. Oh, we, yeah, yeah, me too. I remember you that. You remember that? Oh, I do. We talked about that before we were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it was published by this woman named Peggy. Ne- yeah, Peggy, right? Ne- what have done? Yes. You know who who her husband was? You know what? At the time, I remember vaguely that he was uh, like uh, somebody I should know, but I don't remember right now. What? What? Who was her husband? He. But she's the high priestess. Uh, I don't know for how long but they became the high priest and priestess of one of the the. Uh, legitimate uh, LeVay's satanic church for a while. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. I got oh my the God, biggest kick out of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's us. Yeah, wow. Really demonic. <laughs> She's very so, nice. I was in contact her, with her for a long time. And she, she never told me that. Not. I read about it. Oh, huh? my God. You know, you, re- you yeah. meet the nicest people at satanic rituals. You, 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 you meet the nicest people well, at human sacrifices. 
Yeah. Well, LeVay's group, the guy who wrote, you know, the Satanic Bible and all that, they they mostly right. just, you know, we don't believe in God, but we believe in the devil. That was the silliest part. But the, the big thing was they loved animals. They would never hurt an animal. And they, they really right. rallied against fake Satanists. So I, didn't, I never had any trouble with them. Yeah. <laughs> right. I thought that was yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's when, she, you know, when Peggy, I she accepted my first published horror, horror story. Um, it was uh-huh. called Obituary Mambo, and it was in 1991, and she wrote the acceptance letter. She wrote, And those were the days when you got a letter in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Real and, mail, uh, yeah. Yeah, real mail, yeah. And, and <laughs> you know, uh, it said uh, – <laughs> In case the, you know, after she accepted the story, she goes, in case the initials J.R., because I, I called myself J. period R. period Boninsinger back in those days, because I just thought it sounded uh-huh. more dignified and cool, like I had, you know, patches on yeah. my elbows, you know. Oh, there's and, a healthy um, thing going on there, too. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And she goes, in case this, um, I, I, I still have the letter somewhere, and I can't remember exactly how she worded it, but it was fascinating. She goes, in case this masks a feminine gender, we're having our women in horror issue coming up in a few months. I'd love to have you write something for it. And <laughs> I wrote her back. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm so desperate right now. I will have a sex change. I'll, I'll be a woman <laughs> if I can get into your women in horror. <laughs> well, that's how I became female myself, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh how funny oh. <laughs> Isn't that amazing That's And hilarious. I was always aware of you And uh, and you were one of the few people I had, I had never met Until we started doing this show Yeah We got back at years, years ago and I, and I remember saying I remember saying to, to, to you Tamara we, I want to get I want to get Jay Bon and Singha Just because I was reading Aww. You know well, Yeah and you told me then, you know, I've never, I've never met him, but you've been like it, like you, you. There's like these odd parallels between the two of you, so it really works yeah. out really well. It's really cool. Yeah. 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 yeah definitely. Did. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Those were really amazing days back then in the late '80s and early '90s, because, you know, like the Stoker Awards were, you know. Uh, in Vegas and they had Gayan Wilson as the host and you know it was it was like uh, uh, it was like the Academy Awards you know it was really exciting you know I was just it was a heady experience yeah. to be wasn't it to be involved in that yeah. back then I think you felt like you were part nine, of something you know yeah in 90 I before my first book was even out I became treasurer and because Chelsea Quinn Yarborough calling me up and asking me because somebody recommended me because I knew that, how to do that stuff. And I went to my mm-hmm. first one in 91 or 92, whatever it was, and ended up in an elevator with Gay and Wilson. And, oh, what a delight. He, yeah. He, he oh, looked he a lot like my husband, and only like 30 years older. <laughs> I loved him, and I'd grown up on him. I went to the library to see all these cartoons every, with oh, sci-fi magazines. Oh, Wow. Yeah. I remember the first one, the first Stoker Award I went to, uh, I sat in a hotel room with uh, Peter Straub, uh, uh-huh. Gay and Wilson, Dennis Etchison, and um, 
John Carpenter. And they John Carpenter. Whoa. Were yeah, John Carpenter. I he was an amazing. It was he was like the uh, keynote speaker that year, and uh, it was so cool. For I was such a. I am still a fanboy, but I was such a fanboy. Oh yeah. I just sat there and marveled that these giants of my field, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who I I put on the, you know, I put Peter Straub and and you know, Gay and Wilson oh, yeah. and these guys on the level of like Faulkner and Hemingway and, you know, Truman oh, Capote. Me too. And, yeah. Me you know, too. And, they were and then you there sit in the watching... bar and theater. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. they were sitting in this hotel room watching uh, World Federation Wrestling. And I was <laughs> just like, this is the most nice. surreal thing. <laughs> Now, I ended up hanging around Dennis a lot because he's an old friend of Quinn Yarbrough's and he's local. But uh, Peter mm-hmm. Straub, I, when I met him, I realized I was sitting across from him at a table in a bar and he was telling funny stories. It was, wow, I'm sitting here. My book isn't even out yet and I've met Peter Straub. He's talking to me. <laughs> it, it yeah, that's so cool. Oh, that's so cool. You know who I, I met just hear, a few I, years ago? Oh, I gotta tell you, I, I, I probably four or five years ago, last time I, I did a book signing, uh, you know, over here at uh, the, um, Dark Delicacy, and I got this. Yeah, it's a specialty bookstore in L.A., and I got mm-hmm. to sit next to Laura Parker, Angelique from Dark Shadows, and wow. talk about fangirling. Oh, it was great. <laughs> I was with you for Halloween like three times. Oh, my God, this is coming out of my mouth. And and she's still beautiful. She still looked like Angelique. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have, we have pictures of it, and she is. She looks She yeah. looks amazing. Yeah. She really Aww, does. Aw, that's so cool. You know, you this would be like, I. you know, I would love to hear, um, you know, from just – a cross section of people in the uh, arts talking about just fangirling and fanboying out on people that they've met because I bet you know everybody that's made a mark in this field and and in the arts in general has those stories like where they met you know, they their hero. Yeah. Right. Some yeah. of them, I mean, some of those stories are like you meet your hero and they're an asshole. I mean that right. that yeah. happens. That happens. They say don't meet oh, your definitely. heroes, you know. Yeah. You know, but, but I've been lucky because I I every time I met a hero of mine, they were just just everything I would hope they would be. They're meeting George Romero and, and meeting Harlan Ellison uh, and meeting all these people that I admired. Yeah. Peter Straub was another one. Peter Straub was just yeah a very you know down to earth, very quiet, very shy, kind of cool brilliant mm-hmm. you know everything you would hope he would be you know he, he was yeah he was just he was such a he's such a cool person yeah and harlan's everything yeah. you expect him to be yeah and he, i got invited over to his house yeah. yeah he liked me because i'm short and i was with douglas <laughs> clegg who's very tall and he tried to make us when he came to the door he hid and tried to make us think he was naked but he had but funny short son <laughs> <laughs> and we stayed cool. <laughs> oh, who's the, oh my who's god, the, it's so cool. Who dropped who, who dropped your jaw the most? 
that you've met? Mm, that's a great question. Well, I mean, you know, with the, uh, when back in '94, when when I mm-hmm. was just sort of getting my feet wet as a professional, and I was like, I'm going to do this. This is going to be my, I'm going to do this, you know, for my lifetime. I I just decided, you know, this is what I, this is. I just have to do this. It's it's just. You know, uh, I I love this so much, and I had so much passion for it. And when I finally got that first book published, you know, I started just going to every, uh, you know, event, every convention, uh-huh. every, you know, I did every signing I could possibly do. And I, and I did this one signing uh, at the um, at the big convention center west of Chicago called the Rosemont Horizon, and there was like, there was like eight or ten of us sort of fledgling up-and-coming horror writers, uh, Brian uh-huh. Hodge and, and Wayne Allen Sally and, and, you know, all these sort of Midwestern horror, Yvonne Navarro. And, and I know I uh-huh. was in this row of writers. There were, you know, eight or ten of us. And we're sitting in the front of this big convention hall. They just put us, like, sort of in front, like we were, you know, receptionists in the waiting room, you know. And and so everybody that came in saw us, and so I'm sitting there, and Harlan Ellison walks in, and he sees us, and uh, stop me if I've already told you this story because I probably I probably already have told you it, but anyway, he sees all these young kind of green behind the ears horror writers, you know, and we're just sitting there, you know, kind of sheepish and you know yeah. what, what are we doing here and Harlan walks toward us you know and there's a long big Uh-oh. sort of lobby kind of vestibule area and he's got to walk across you know like yeah. 50 yards of tiled floor uh-huh. and I'm just staring at him going that's Harlan Ellison is the first time I've ever laid eyes on him and he's a hero and he walks up yeah. to us and he starts going down the line and saying something to each author I could not believe it. I'm waiting. But I, it, I felt wow. like, you know, I felt like, you know, I was a contestant in, in, in you know, the Miss America pageant. You know, he was like <laughs> uh-huh. coming down the line. And he finally comes to me and he looks at my book and he goes, The Black Mariah. I read that. Wow. No way. I wow. almost like was, you know, blown back, you know, behind my, my chair. Yeah. I was almost like knocked off my chair and I just I started you know <laughs> doing what all us fanboys do and fangirls yeah. when we see somebody like that I just started going oh my you read my book you know, and, I, right. you know <laughs> and, he, and he he said yeah I read it I, I liked it I liked it oh wow I liked your book and I said oh, you read my book and you liked my book <laughs> and then I started doing like the red the red fox thing where I'm like, yeah. I'm coming to see you, Elizabeth. This is it. This is, my, I'm going to have a heart attack. And he's standing there in this perfect Harlan Ellison kind of way, uh-huh. this kind of sort of yeah. Borscht Belt comedian kind of waiting for his punchline mm-hmm. to roll around. And, and he waits till I'm done. And he goes, uh, I said I liked it. I didn't say it was Les Miserables. <laughs> oh wow! Nice. So, you know, he's the only person 
who I would trust his blurbs. Everybody else sells out. We all, you know, you can say something nice about somebody right. just because you promised right. you would. Not him. Uh, if he said a yeah. book was good, yeah. That's true. I, I, I have oh, all these. I have a list of authors that he, you know, that he just blurred the hell out of more than he would uh-huh. ever do to, for anybody else, like Rex Miller and you know Dan oh, Simmons, yeah. and these and these people turned out to be brilliant writers. You know, they they were they were everything he said they were. You know, you're right. Right. You're totally right. But you're you're well, you're okay. you're intimating something that maybe a lot of the listeners don't realize. <laughs> which is blurbs are handed out like business cards at a Fuller Brush mm-hmm. salesman convention. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, blur- right. you know, blurbs are are, yeah. are sort of the coin of the realm among writers. Yeah, that, you know, and I'll give you a good blurb if you'll give me a good blurb. You know, and right. you know, I find myself like I find myself often going, um, right, you know, writing. I really like this, and then you know, a little personal note to the person I'm writing the blurb for, you know what? Thank you. Thank you for writing a good book. So I didn't have to lie. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause what do you do? You can't, yeah. you can't, you know, it would be really hard if you, I, you know, agreed to do it and it was really bad, you know? Yeah. Right. There are interesting well, parts of this book. Harlan. That's where I go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, it, you can. I, there's probably a way to decode, to somehow, de, you know, uh, yeah. decipher, you know, a, right. a blurb to make, sure, you know, to go. Okay, this one really matters. You know, like I, it, right. it's, I see that sometimes where you know Stephen King will write a blurb, and it's so far above and beyond anything he's ever said about, like the blurb he wrote for Clive Barker. When Clive Parker right. first hit the scene, that blurb was like, you know, the blurb that John Landau wrote about Springsteen. You know, this is the future of rock and roll. You know, his right. Stephen yeah. King said that about Clive Barker, and you're like, okay, you can take this blurb to heart. This guy, right. Clive right. Barker, whoever the hell he is, he's he's right. the next wave. <laughs> He's he's important. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know. Truly. Oh, it's true. You can you can he, kinda tell. You can you can kinda tell, I think. Uh you know, I've read I've read many uh blurbs, not not of my own, but just on books, you know, that I'm like, Yeah, they mm-hmm. pretty much phoned that in. It's you know, it's it's nice of him to do that, but but it doesn't mm, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. We're getting out of I time mean, here I, and you I, haven't I, even told I, us your news. Yes, oh, well, so, you on, you yeah. had you had all kinds of good news. So you have you have that you could tell places us. to go and things to celebrate. So what are you well, telling us? You, what I'll, what I'll you end, have to? I'll, I'll, yeah, what's new? I'll end on a little. Um, I'll end on a little uh, news a, a, that will um, maybe just tease. Um, but okay. I am in the throes of working um, on a legacy project for Stan Lee. Oh, the late Stanley. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's my latest. Thing. I, we have it. It's not, you know, it, it it's not ready to be announced yet. But because you guys are so cool, I'm gonna say it on your show. Uh, <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> yeah, nice. that's, that that's one cool. of the things I'm so excited about. Um, you know, and also this one last thing I'll say is uh, uh, next weekend, not this upcoming weekend, but 
next weekend, the 18th, 19th, and 20th of October, uh-huh. um, there's going to be a really um, sort of wonderful kind of heartfelt sort of convention uh, celebration of The Walking Dead in Atlanta okay. um, put on by the Walker Stalker people. The entire uh-huh. cast is going to be there. All the wow. people who worked on the show down through the years, um, we're all so excited about it. it we're going to really celebrate, uh, you know, the legacy of The Walking Dead and, and all these actors who were part of the show in the early years, you know, who were killed off. Uh-huh. They're all going to show up. It's it's just, I, I can't wait. I'm, I'm you know, oh, that's great. so, you know, moving. Yeah, oh, have to see fun. some of these people. Yeah, we will. Have lots of fun. <laughs> You get the and come back yeah. and love hearing the, about your gigs. <laughs> yeah, come back in the spring and tell us about it or whatever else yeah. you tell I us. will. We've I, barely I, begun I love here. You guys. I love you guys. We love You're you. such kindred spirits. All right, it's so much yeah. fun uh-huh. to hang out with you online and, you know, to be continued. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Exactly. Before before we let you go though, uh, just tell tell mm-hmm. the listeners where they can you know find you online or wherever you want to uh, if you want to give them your address or whatever. <laughs> yeah, my you know all my <laughs> stuff is, is is sort of announced on my sort of web portal website, which is www.jbottomsinga.com, and it's pretty easy to find. But I have an Amazon page which has the newest books that, you know, on the Amazon page and everything. So you can go to Amazon and just dial up Jay Bond and sing at Amazon page. Yeah. And it'll, it'll come to that too. Yeah. But um, thank you, you guys. And, uh, I love you. Oh, and you know, we love you too. Success. And I got to say to the listeners, if there is uh, something you want to read for Halloween that will scare your socks off, go get Jay's self-storage. Whoa, that's it. Exactly. Oh, I that love that. Such good stuff. Thank you. Yes. Thank yeah. you. God bless you. All right. You. Well, thank you as always All for right. being on. We, of course, will be in touch. Thank There's you. always new stuff to discuss. So thank you for being on, and well, until next time. And for those Back of you then. who are listening, until next week, we wish you haunted nights. And sweet screams. Thank you for listening. Next. Haunted Nights, live with Tamara Thorne and Alistair Cross. Mm-hmm.